The Women in Agile podcast series amplifies the voices of outstanding women in the Agile community. We are dedicated to sharing the wisdom and inspiration our community has to offer by telling our stories, being thought leaders, and having open conversations with our allies. This series is brought to you in partnership from the Women in Agile organization and Accenture Solutions IQ. Hello, and welcome to the Women in Agile podcast series. I'm your host, Leslie Morse, and today we're chatting with the founder of the Women in Agile nonprofit organization, Natalie Warnert. Thank you, Natalie, for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Leslie. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for this inaugural episode of the new Women in Agile podcast series and exploring a little bit of the original myth around how Women in Agile got started, how we got to where we are for launching the nonprofit earlier here in 2019 and, and what we hope to accomplish with the new, this new podcast series. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a uh... It's definitely, there's a lot of stories out there. So I'm going to tell you the story that I know, um, the one that I was, was a part of. And I know that there's been so many wonderful, wonderful people that I've had a part in building what we now call Women in Agile today. And so, you know, it started out back when I was there in 2013 at a scrum gathering in Vegas. Leslie, you were there as well. And yeah. You know, people were looking around and saying, wow, there just aren't a ton of women here. Let's do an open space um, and, and discuss the topic. And got about 40 women there. It was a really good mm-hmm. gathering, had a great conversation. And I thought to myself as I left that, um, I was very inspired, but I was also thinking, you know, how do we keep this, how do we keep this moving? And hemmed and hawed a bit on it, did the thing that, that most people will do where, well, let's put up a website at the least and see what happens here, do some small experiments. And those things led to, you know, me wondering a little bit more about what was the why behind there being, you know, a smaller representation of women within the agile community that were involved in these types of activities, speaking, attending conferences, um, other things like, um, user groups and writing and podcasting, if you will, um, yep. And so oh, I did gosh, my... even in roles like scrum master and product owner, absolutely right. Representation of women in agile teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I did, um, I did my master's thesis on that, got a lot of really great research and, um, you know, uncovered some, some systemic problems around things like, uh, you know, lack of inclusion and in safe spaces, um, you know, not being, outright supportive of, of diversity. Everyone will say that they're supportive of diversity, but, um, you know, breaking down some of the systemic impediments to that and what that really transformed into was, well, Hey, you know, maybe we can have some spaces where we start to do that. That led into kind of the conference pairing. Um, one of the, the largest and probably most well-known is the women in agile initiative that we do through the agile Alliance every year. This is our fourth year doing that. There's also been a number of other conferences, including Business Agility and the Safe Summit that have glommed on. Um, And then additionally, while that was happening, um, there were some uh, people that decided, hey, we'd love to have like a local group around that. And so we had local groups starting to form um, just very organically. And that was wonderful and really saw the need to create more of a centralized organization to help support and help spread the learnings, um, help provide funding um, and opportunities for, you know, the growing interest in 
this movement, and that was how Women in Agile Org, as we know it today, was born. Um, we incorporated a little over a year ago, just recently finally got um, our 501c3 nonprofit status and um, have some wonderful partnerships with um, organizations such as um, Accenture and Solutions IQ um, and have really opened the doors for some opportunities like this podcast that we can open up to our community. Yeah, I, um, it's, it's been great to have sort of uh, been a shadow over the past six years, not only as our friendship has grown, but as this Women in Agile movement has really grown. I remember the early days when the Women in Agile blog was actually a subset of Lisa Adkins' website. Mm -hmm. um, and some of our early podcasts lived there. When was it exactly that actually kind of the women in agile.org website even launched and sort of kind of codified this idea that women in agile org was a thing? Yeah, great question. Um, so when I originally got the domain, it was women in agile.com. And that was about uh, August or so of 2013. And it was a very static site. Um, like you mentioned, we were using Lisa Adkins site um, because she got so much traffic and she was very gracious to offer um, that to us. We had a group of, of women that were helping to facilitate posting and co-posting and reposting um, blogs and things like that. Now, Women in Agile Org, as we know it today, um, has kind of codified in the last, oh, I would say about the last year once we... Um, once we decided to go for the nonprofit status um, and change to a, a .org, not that it was, you know, um, a company beforehand, just the .com was available. Um, yeah, it's been about a year since that happened. And then now, you know, moving forward um, with the 501c3, um, we've had that officially for, um, I believe, two months. Um, however, we've been operating as a nonprofit for, yeah, a little bit over a year. So that's kind of the the evolution um, over the last yeah, 18 months or so, it's been a very exciting journey. Yeah, absolutely. And when I, when I think about that journey and sort of gaining uh, followers and constituents of this movement, the main way that people kind of sign up and be part of this is by kind of opting into the Women in Agile Code of Conduct. Um, so talk to me kind of, you know, why is that Code of Conduct important? And how many people is kind of your best estimate do you have that have sort of opted into to being a follower of, of the WEA movement? Yeah, great question. Um, so the code of conduct is very important to us. Um, we have, you know, three main main programs um, in Women in Agile, and I've mentioned um, mentioned one of them before: our seating local communities, which is around the local groups and um, allowing that decentralization, encouraging that collaboration. Um, another one is launching new voices, which um, is you know kind of. Uh, coherent of this, this podcast series, um, with, you know, getting voices out there and, and making the platform. And then the final one is conference allyship, which is all around, um, you know, making conferences be better allies, pairing and doing some co-events, but also with that being better allies, um, focusing on making inclusive, safe, spaces for diversity and the sharing of new ideas and a really easy way to show that support is through a code of conduct and, you know, not just having it out there, but really having people, you know, read it and agree to it um, mm -hmm. and understand it. And if something does happen, right, 
making sure that you have the appropriate procedures to follow up in the right way to make sure that whatever whatever thing happened right doesn't happen again and that it's dealt with in the the appropriate way so yeah, the way to officially become a member of Women in Agile, and we have many, many channels, is to actually, you know, go to our website and agree to that code of conduct, and you'll get added to our um, our membership list, um, and then you'll get, you know, all of our emails and those things. I would say, um, by my best guess right now, I think we have um, probably about a thousand members through that. Um, however, we do have more through our local. Groups are working on um, an integration to, um, you know, get that membership through some of the other channels we have. Obviously, people um, go to meetups. They and we do have the code of conduct posted, you know, in those those meetups. But um, you know, it doesn't have a great pass through as far as clicking and becoming a member. Um, also, you know, the conferences that people attend under Women in Agile, they would, you know, sign the code of conduct to or agree to the code of conduct to attend those conferences. Um, we have a following on LinkedIn, but that is just that, right? It's a following. It doesn't actually bring you through that that process. So, you know, just like any other organization, we have our own um, growing pains in trying to um, integrate all of these different processes together. So um, if anyone has knowledge of some of those things and would like to volunteer to help with that. We're always looking for great volunteers too. I just couldn't resist that. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say, I mean, what a wonderful problem to have, right? With, you know, so much interest and, and momentum behind this, um, this effort. Um, you talked about, right, not only like the local user groups, but, you know, an opportunity to, to follow the conversation and get involved through LinkedIn conversations, right? Women in Agile on Twitter and Instagram as well, right? Absolutely. Yep. So you can find us at Women in Agile Org on Twitter. Instagram. Um, we have, you know, again, we have a LinkedIn group and a LinkedIn, um, company philanthropic page and just really excited to keep those conversations moving. They're very, very open, um, for anybody. You don't have to be invited. It's just a, a wonderful, safe and respectful space to share ideas and to, um, you know, come together. That's great. And now we've got this new Women in Agile podcast series as a uh, subset of the overall Accenture Solutions IQ Agile Amped podcast series. So I'm really, really excited about launching um, a, a weekly right, publication of inspiring conversations with the dynamic voices of not only just the women in our industry, but the other allies uh, that we get to work with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We're so excited for this podcast. I mean, this is going to look at everybody from, you know, the voices that you know and love to hear um, to some of the new voices that you haven't heard yet that are bringing some of the new ideas into the community um, to previous uh, keynotes for some of our events if you weren't able to make it to those and really just looking to solidify that whole experience um, so that you can really become a part of that community kind of on your own time. You know, podcasts are great for that. You can download a bunch and listen to them at any time you want. Um, and, you know, the, the thing about podcasts that I think is is great is we're living in a, an age where content creation is so accessible to people, but then we get into the problem of, you know, how do you get that, that content and those ideas to be heard? And I think that's Mm -hmm. really where, um, 
you know, this is so beneficial, this partnership that we have with Accenture Solutions IQ um, and the Agile Amped podcast is you guys already have a great listener base. Um, and so we can really, um, can really reach a lot of different people um, than just, you know, anyone doing a podcast on their own. And we just are so excited to continue this, this partnership. Yeah, I um I, I know I'm really excited. The uh the the docket of speakers and guests that we have queued up is um astounding. Um I I, I could almost dedicate a full time job to having these conversations. It's not only you showcasing new and innovative ideas um, of the thought leaders that are women within the agile industry, but really great candid conversations with the challenges that women face day to day um, in terms of existing and and excelling within our industry. And then uh, some of the best ones are going to be conversations with our allies and right. Some of the men that have uh, been pivotal uh, right in, in our own, in our journey, uh, to becoming who we are and are helping, you know, pave the way and create the space for really, you know, making it so that equality is a real thing. Absolutely. I think that is, is key. Um, and I also want to make sure and and mention, um, not just men and women, but people of all genders. Um, we have, you know, people out there that are non-binary, um, and it's not just about gender either. Um, you know, Women in Agile really looks to increase that diversity. And yes, you know, Women in Agile is um, engendered from, from the name, but our mission is really to you know, promote that inclusivity and that dissemination of ideas um, through making those spaces for diverse people, um, you know, whatever the diversity may be. And that is just so unbelievably important. Um, in this day and age, I think people are so much more open, um, but also they can really use the help to understand, you know, what diversity looks like, what it, what it means and what the benefits to that are, and really just learning about different types of diversity and how, um, you know, diverse populations can help the agile community the workplace and the world at large. Yeah, I say just humanity in general. In fact, one of the conversations we're working on scheduling uh, right now is with a uh, diversity coach. Uh, she works uh, as as what what is called the woke coach, um, mm. and and I'm really excited about the lens she's going to bring um, to all of our listeners uh, for for directly with women in agile as well as agile amped overall. Uh, I think there's there's so much possibility for how we can bring together not only the pure play agile conversations, but all of the topics that are adjacent to the mission that the Women in Agile Org is really going after. Absolutely. And if we go back to, um, you know, if we go back to the, the Agile Manifesto, right, individuals and interactions over processes and tools, like we're, we're based on our, our individuals and our interactions within the community. And, you know, Agile is a thing that brings us together. But if those interactions aren't there with the diverse individuals, like who are we, right? Mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot left. Yeah, absolutely. This doesn't happen without um, people and passion uh, all working together. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and we have just such a passionate, passionate group of people, um, you know, of, of all genders and of all different facets of diversity that are so invested and we're just really excited to be able to continue spreading that message 
and um, getting more and more people involved so that everyone can benefit from these conversations. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, Natalie, thanks for making some time to chat with me today about kind of the history of Women in Agile uh, as an organization, how we got to where we are, and some of our excitement around this new podcast series. Uh, I'm delighted to get these new episodes published for everybody and, and everything that there is to come over the coming months. Yeah, Leslie, can't wait to hear them and really appreciate all the work that you guys are doing. And we love partnering with um, Solutions IQ and Accenture. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for being here today. Mm -hmm. And thank you for listening to this inaugural episode of the Women in Agile podcast series. It is brought to you in partnership from the Women in Agile nonprofit organization and Accenture Solutions IQ. We hope you've learned something new and invite you to tell a friend or a coworker about the podcast. Please go online to womeninagile.org to learn more about our initiative and find more inspiring podcast conversations. Thanks for listening to this Women in Agile podcast episode. Find more inspiring conversations by visiting womeninagile.org slash podcast, checking out the podcast series on iTunes, or visiting your podcast application of choice. If you have an idea for a topic, speaker, or feedback on an episode, please reach out to us via email through podcast at womeninagile.org.